It's Recognition Week 2022. And to celebrate, we've got the Senior Vice President of the PSA, Juliet Sizer, as our special guest. As we discuss a range of issues regarding Recognition Week itself, recognising the hard work of our members in schools, but primarily Juliet and I discuss the permanency or lack thereof of permanent jobs in our schools for our administrative staff, a regime that seriously needs to be addressed to prevent a mass exodus of essential administrative staff in New South Wales schools. Joining me now is the Senior Vice President of the Public Service Association, Juliet Sizer. A very happy recognition week to you. Yeah, thanks very much, Jim. It's great to have you on board. So, Juliet, it's recognition week, obviously, where we reflect on the hard work of members in schools, but also we talk about some of the struggles and fights that uh, are, are ahead of us, you know, it's, um, for our members in this regard, is there anything that, in particular that is the focus of our members in schools in the immediacy, in the immediate future that is on the agenda uh, moving forward? Look, we do have a number of issues that affect our members in schools, um, especially around operational issues. But one of the biggest issues we've been fighting for quite some time is job security for our non-teaching staff. The way schools are staffed, despite the fact that we've got over 800,000 students in our in our public schools across New South Wales, um, our schools are staffed on an archaic staffing entitlement uh, based on enrolments. So really none of our jobs are secure. Um, it, even myself as an admin manager, if my enrolments drop below a certain level, uh, I could I could lose staff, which increases my uh, workload burden, or I could even lose uh, days that I work and drop from you know full time to part time. And then of course those staff working in smaller schools run the risk of having having their position you know wiped out altogether. That's uh, pretty rare. You can we do have some transfer rights between schools, but certainly the security of your employment um, is is a big issue. Now, we've got many thousands of students across the state who have additional learning needs, and as such, they attract funding uh, to pay for school learning support officers to support those students in the classroom. And the majority of those school learning support officers are on temporary contracts. And some of those people have been on temporary contracts for over 10 years. So that uh, limits their ability to get a car loan or uh, apply for a home loan and uh, all, all those other you know, financial needs that can't be met because they can't guarantee they're going to have that same level of income next year or next term. Absolutely. Now, is there any sort of realisation from the Department of Education, for example, to try and solve this issue by bringing appointments of members in an administrative capacity in schools in-house? So so you're an employment more of the Department of Education rather than a direct employee of the school in its individual capacity? Look, that's certainly something that we've raised with the Secretary and we've had discussions with the department. Look, over a period of years, the department undertook uh, a staffing methodology review, which was very drawn out. Apparently, that 
um, has come to a conclusion and the department is acting on its findings in terms of implementing additional uh, executive roles within schools. However, despite numerous requests, the PSA has been unable to secure any report on the findings of the staffing methodology review. So I can only imagine um, the findings are, are probably quite horrific and indicate that we are understaffed and under-resourced. In terms of uh, trying to secure permanency uh, for our staff, we're looking at firming up some of the processes in our award, which is under negotiation at the moment. Mm. But even though the funding that individual students attract, those students might move from school to school, but we've still got an increasing need every year for people to support those kids with additional needs. So certainly if we could have those staff, those learning support officers in particular, attached to perhaps networks or areas so that when the students move, they've still got uh, employment to move to. And uh, the the department has uh, implemented some sporadic ad hoc conversion programs, but unfortunately, while so much responsibility is devolved to schools who are really risk averse, um, if there's if there's a fear that the funding could dry up in one particular school at any time, those principals and the decision makers are very averse to putting someone into a permanent position for fear that they may be up for a redundancy payment if that position doesn't exist within their school in the future. So it's definitely a very big issue that needs to be looked at, but certainly not one that can't be solved because we have, at the moment, we have staffing shortages, we have increased need, and it just makes sense that those people who've shown dedication and loyalty and and worked and, and gained experience in these positions over a period of years, why they shouldn't be rewarded with secure employment. Now, Juliet, on a different note, are you able to give us an update on the status of the back pay that was owed towards uh, members in schools? That was a serious issue of contention uh, with the New South Wales government in recent weeks. Look, I am aware that our industrial staff have been in the commission this week and I don't know what the outcome of that has been. However, the Department of Education has been incredibly um, difficult to deal with where other agencies have granted staff back pay to the 1st of July. The Department of Education has not come to the party to agree to grant back pay to our members. So that's something that we're fighting for at the moment. It's a watch this space issue. Mm, Definitely. Now, now just on a final note and a happy note, uh, how did your school celebrate Recognition Week? And have you got any great anecdotal stories to share with us about uh, any people who are interested in the union through Recognition Week? Oh, look, it's actually a very rewarding job and I'm fortunate. I work with a fantastic team in my school and uh, we've got some wonderful uh, teaching staff who do recognise the valuable work that all of the non-teaching staff do and our our contributions to education. So we actually had a beautiful lunch at our school provided by the teachers yesterday and uh, more than the lunches and chocolates and, you know, the, the physical things, it's the genuine thank yous Mm. it's the you know what you do is really appreciated people need to be told that because so much of the time in education all of the kudos goes to the teachers who you know i'm not 
belittling the amazing job that they do, uh, but certainly they wouldn't be able to do it without us. We're the backbone of the schools. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, school support staff, absolutely essential, and that's our theme for Recognition Week, essential to schools, essential to communities. Well, it's a very happy uh, Recognition Week to you, Juliet, and to all of our members listening in schools, uh, wishing you a warm Recognition Week and recognising you and the hard work that you all perform for the benefit of the community, for the benefit of the schools, for the benefit of the students. Thank you all very, very much, and thank you, Juliet. Thanks, Jim. Protect yourself at work. Call the PSA today on 1300 772 679 or head to psa.asn.au.